this is the you are enough rhetoric and I guess it leads on a little bit from the last couple of podcasts I've done um I don't think this is about inner child wounds and I don't mean that in terms of being a child I do perceive myself as being very childlike still And I think if we're talking about this whole healing concept and we relate that to inner child wounds, our tendency is to isolate when we feel emotionally wounded or emotionally unwell. I think that most of us are self-aware enough now to be able to identify the wounds that we have. And I think we're also intimately aware that we all have work to do on ourselves. You know, that we have this inner child wound that we have to heal whether that is from our childhood or whether it's from our childlikeness now, we have this dark side that we have to address. But I think that the real challenge is that we don't have the tools to deal with that. It's one thing to say, look, okay, so I've got this grief, I've got this rage, or I've got this anger, or I've got these self-destruct behaviours, and I know that I have to deal with them. And it's a completely other thing to know what to do with them really tangibly what do we really do with it every approach that we can think of feels like a redundant exercise in wallowing it does to me anyway exasperating the issue by poking at the silver and inflaming it because we don't have a blade to cut it out just talk tell stories to what end self-care bubble baths exercise healthy food Well, yeah, these things do help, but they are often a stopgap that we really know is just equating to pain management or mismanagement. If we agree that the inner child concept carries the wound, I'd ask you to consider whether or not a child is able to provide their own healing or are they equipped to administer their own medicine even? What happens when we promote the idea of healing in an abstract way? Or we promote the idea of healing that should be done in isolation. Is that what we are unintentionally thinking, but inevitably enforce the things that distance us from the people and their own healing? The the subtext becomes, you are flawed if you can't figure out how to do this. We enforce the shame. I know what I need to do. I keep asking for the tools. I can't find them. And I'm not associating, yes, I am associating that with this with my child likeness, but I'm not associating that with my inner child wounds. A diagnosis without a treatment plan, if you like. We're missing the mark. I'm missing the mark. My personal opinion is this where we are failing is in the you are enough rhetoric. You are not enough. I'm not enough either. And as a whole, as a culture, we have eradicated the village mentality. We need our elders, our midwives, our grief rituals. We need to not only tell our stories, but we need our village to wail with us, not to just witness us wailing. We need our warriors to do battle with us, not just to nod in solemn agreement when we speak of our war, We need to stop fucking compartmentalising our lives and engage in a way that honours the village as a living, breathing entity that is intricately connected. When one part is wounded, the entire body suffers. In this, there is a call to action.
Things like weddings and funerals have a purpose greater than just bearing witness. They are the deliberate ritualized affirmations that we all experience this joy or this sorrow together as a whole collective. What would happen to these inner child wounds if we came together as a community with a ritualized reclamation ceremony for our survivors of any kind of trauma? What if our women came together and held a ceremony claiming abandoned sons as their own? Deliberate ritualized medicine. This is how I think we have to move forward in healing our childlikeness. <laughs>